Welcome back to Tales of a Hair Transplant and More. I'm your host, Tara Marie. And I'm your co-host, LNT. Listen along as the next chapters unfold. And we're back. Hey. Hi, Ellen. How's it going? Oh, good. This has been a rough week. (laughs) Recovery mode. Yeah, Mexico, man. That was, we had a lot of fun, but I think when you come back from Mexico, it takes a couple of days to just get back to normal for even like food. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> almost a week. It's yeah. been a minute. So, but I'm feeling better. I'm feeling rested. I'm back at it. I'm back to like my normal diet. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was crazy for a sec. A little while there. So, speaking about nutrition. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue, um, you know. Yeah. yeah this week we've got a really special guest, Dr. Larry Shapiro. He is from Florida. He's a dermatologist by trade. And he is the owner and founder of The Help Hair. They have protein shakes, vitamins, and hair care lines. So Mm -hmm. shampoos, conditioners, things like that. Yeah, a great product. And he is about the nutrition with hair. And that's a very important piece of it. And I'm excited to hear all about it. Yeah. Let's have the expert join us. Good morning, Dr. Shapiro. Good morning, morning, Tara and Ellen. How are you? Well, it's afternoon there, right? (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, how's the East Coast? The East Coast is as well. We're, we were a little uh, drenched in some rain in uh, Palm Beach and Broward County. But other than that, we're good. Wait, that sounds like Seattle. We've yeah. been drenched with rain, too. They sound familiar to us. Well, yeah, we're us, excited so- to have you join us this week and to go over nutrition and hair. It's something that we haven't quite covered yet. And I've been waiting to chat with you in, in hopes to get lots of great information. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So we start every one of our episodes. Ellen does a question of the week. So we were hoping that you would want to be the, be our expert answerer this week. Uh, sounds challenging. I'll go for it. <laughs> All right. Let me throw this at you and see if you can answer it. All right. Is it possible to overdo it or take too much of a hair vitamin? That's one of the most important things you should know about hair vitamins is that if you're going to take somebody's hair vitamins, like the hair vitamins from Help Hair, we always tell you do not take other companies' hair vitamins because too much hair vitamins can also accelerate hair loss. Interesting. Well, maybe we can touch on that a little bit later because that's interesting. Well, before we get into the main bulk about hair nutrition and why vitamins and supplements are important, I'm really curious just to hear about you, Dr. Shapiro, and your background and what kind of doctor are you and how did you get into this business and how did the Help Hair Company come to be the leader in the industry for this kind of a thing? Yeah, well, it's uh, actually a progression for many years. Uh, I graduated uh, back in uh, 88, 1988. And I did a dermatology, uh, I'm a dermatologist. So I had a practice, Delray Dermatology. I was in Delray Beach, Florida. We opened back in 1990, around then. And I had a practice there. I practiced dermatology for almost 17 years. But while while I was doing the dermatology practice, I had a very busy practice. I mean, like I was really enjoying, you know, hair is sort of a subspecialty of derm. And not many dermatologists really have an interest in hair. It's one of these things you learn over the years. They're interested in skin cancers. They're interested, especially Florida. But hair loss is not <laughs> that, makes sense. that 
many people are interested in because, uh, you know, it's it's a little higher maintenance type of patients hair loss. And mm-hmm. when I was doing my training, I noticed that um, I, I saw somebody on somebody's head and I was in the room with the doctor, you know, one of my attendees. And I said, what's what's that on his head? And he goes, that's a plug. Go, what's <laughs> a plug? And he goes, well, that's that's a transplant. I never. And I, I said, well, who would want that on their head? So ever, <laughs> so ever since then, I, I took an interest. So I was one of the first people to do the strip technique in the United States anywhere. And I actually developed it to a very high degree. So Wait a I, second. I, For like you performed hair surgeries? Yes. In other words, I was doing hair transplants and we were doing the strip technique, which is the technique you take a strip out of the back of the donor area. It wasn't done very often. It was all plugs before. They were punching holes in people's heads. There was actually a very famous doctor who was in Delray. He was very well known for doing uh, plugs. Uh, but the strip was the actual graft because we were mm-hmm. cutting grass from it. I, I developed the uh, packing of the hair. It was a lot of techniques that weren't really used because plugs were plugs and they looked bad. I developed a, a very large transplant practice because it was so ahead of the curve of anything out there as far as technique. And the strip technique, which you know has the linear scar in the back, and um, it's not as popular now. We got really good density with it. Through the years, I noticed that a lot of the kids that were coming in were younger. They're in their early 20s. They have a lot of hair loss. And I said to myself, what's causing this? They banned steroids back in the 70s, taking uh, uh, different types of steroids, androstenedione. There's just different testosterone. They, They banned those for working out. I didn't know that. What happened was the, a lot of the kids that were coming in, these young patients, they were really losing a lot of hair. So, you know, I noticed that they were taking workout products. And I said, just bring in whatever you're bringing in. And I made the connection before anybody else. I, did it all, I really did all the science and research on it because I got more involved with it than I ever thought I would. But I noticed the connection between whey protein isolate, branched chain amino acids. We wrote a paper on this. I have it published in the uh, Asian hair transplantation textbook. And I have, uh, we published it earlier than the textbook. And I made the connection between whey protein isolate and creatine and, and all these different types of proteins that were increasing uh, testosterone and DHT levels. Mm-hmm. So, so these guys were getting, you know, they were getting ripped. They were getting, you know, big muscles. They were, that was the point of it. Mm-hmm. And the point of all these products was to, but they didn't realize the side effects, which would cause hair loss. Uh, a lot of my patients would say to me, well, Dr. Shapiro, why don't you make something we can work out with that your hair won't fall out? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have no interest in that. I'm doing surgeries. I was just very involved <laughs> with doing surgeries. Uh, we were, you know, I was working day and night doing it. So then I started getting, but I saw more and more of it. And it became so overwhelming with the number of people who were losing their hair from these products. You just had a situation where, you know, I, I just said, all right, let me get involved. So I did the research and I spent a lot of time. I even have a, something called the Shapiro chart, which is actually in over 2000 offices throughout the world. Um, the Shapiro chart w- kind of lays out everything, all the back and forth and all the different types of, and I would <laughs> lecture on this around the world about IGF-1, which is a particular type of um, serum hormone and it increases, it causes hair loss. So I developed the protein shake. And the crazy thing is, is I was constantly giving it to my patients when they had the transplant because they would shock. So we is had that the product. first is that the first product that you created? Yes, that's my flagship product was the health care weight whey protein. You know, and the and the protein I used was 
a protein that wasn't going to increase testosterone, T levels, increase DHT. And I had to do a lot of research and, and I had to get manufacturers. It was a really big production to get everything together and then get the particular types of ingredients that go with it. And it was all a guessing game, but I constantly gave it to my patients and got feedback. What I noticed was, you know, with transplants, especially in those days, uh, there was a lot of shock loss. So I was giving my product and I was, con again, I was evolving it. I was changing it. Um, a lot of the products today, they just knock each other off and they put it out on the market. And these guys aren't even doctors who are making them, which I find ridiculous. But if you're not actually <laughs> testing it on the, on your patients and giving them and seeing how the feedback, how are you going to know what a good product is? So it took us a period of almost five, six, seven years to get something that worked really well. But we'd get calls that they were growing in at six weeks. And the typical shock loss on a transplant is, you know, you start seeing growth three, four, five, six months. Maybe people take up to a year and a half to grow in. But our products, with the products, they were growing in at six months or even five months, six months. It was crazy. Wow. We, and I didn't, real, I didn't make the connection on top of it. I had these two cousins. I gave them both the product. And one was in California. One was in Miami. And they both called me up and they're like, oh, yeah, we grew in it four months. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I thought it was unusual, but I didn't, I didn't connect it to taking the shake. So the shake had all these great properties that I wasn't aware of. And it's not like anybody wrote the book on this. I wrote the book on this. I mean, it, wasn't, it didn't happen before me. There weren't many supplements out there. And nobody right. even today tells you their supplements are going to increase the antigen phase, which is basically what my product does. In fact, mm -hmm. a lot of the products out there, you know, when you look at their before and after pictures, they comb the hair from one side to the other and they pretend the hair grew in. But when you <laughs> actually see regrowth fast, you know the product's working. And right. who, people who take my shake and the doctors who are following me, they, all the doctors that came on board afterwards, they realize the potential of the shake, which means that you're going to get faster regrowth from your patients. You're going to have less shock loss. You're going to have even, even the density of the hair, which ours is really the only product out there. In 2000 is when I really started developing the shake. And I didn't come out with it until 2007. So it was over a period of seven years I was testing it. Like Dr. Jerry Cooley, he was pretty, he, he gave us a lot of feedback. And, and the business with taking too many hair vitamins, a lot of his patients were taking other hair vitamins. And they would call me and tell me, you know, that this patient grew in fast, but this one didn't. And I, and I realized they're taking other hair vitamins. Or, they were, or we found out like our patients were taking workout products. So they would add the workout products to my shake. So they're adding creatine to my shake, oh, which is causing more hair loss. So you have to kind of stay with the program. Mm -hmm. If you stay with the program, you'll get great results. And then we had other doctors like Marwin Seife from Poland. Marwin was using my shake. And this is in 2010. These guys all kind of joined board in 2010. He was using it. And, and also Jerry, they put it on their protocols prior to doing the surgery. And the hair actually got thicker, the donor hair. And also we saw there was less shock loss using the shake. I mean, then there were patients who weren't able to do a surgery. So we were giving it to menopausal women, realizing, wait a second, it's growing menopausal hair thicker. Now we developed the vitamins and the shake are very similar. So the, so the vitamins are for people who don't necessarily want to take the shake or they're going to use it as an alternative. And then we had a lot of other doctors come on board and use it to uh, get better results. And they get better results with, uh, for transplants, for non-transplanted patients, menopausal women, for their PRP patients. There, there's just an amazing amount of, uh, of practicality to the shake. And we were trying it for other things like alopecia areata, and we were doing it for other types of medical 
issues to see if it would have some results. But the best was the male pattern and female, obviously, male pattern baldness uh, due to testosterone. And then we had other things that developed from that, like our collagen complex and, and our shampoos. So there's a, vari- a variety of things that came out of it that we got really, really good results um, using the shake. When did you stop doing hair transplants and just focus purely on the hair, help hair products? And having a physician who's, who knows what to look for. You know, as I said, a lot of these, these companies out there, vitamin supplements, especially, they're just kind of corporations and they're pumping them out there. They don't really know. They take a couple of key ingredients and they just put them together, throw them into a capsule and they tell you to take them. What types of nutrition or what do you put in there? And maybe like, how do those ingredients influence hair? Yeah, so that's a great question. What you have to look at from a doctor's point of view, and this is really, really important, is what's going on with the patient. So it's not just let's give them some bites and let's give them some, you know, uh, it's just not throwing a hair volume at them. I will tell you, the doctors that spent the time to learn our health care products, to learn the Shapiro chart, to learn about nutrition, they went the extra mile for their patient. They're not just trying to do surgeries and pump people out. They're actually interested in getting very good growth. And you have to give those doctors a lot of credit because they followed it, they studied it, they researched it, they, they learned it, and it's an extra level layer. One of the things you have to realize is that with something like biotin, why does biotin work? Everybody says, let's use biotin. Everybody, you know, what's the purpose of the biotin? Well, if you really do the research, which again, I put in my paper, it's called the low anabolic profile. And that's a whole discussion there. But biotin itself controls blood sugar. Now, too much biotin, too little biotin, how much do you need? It took me a long time to figure out what I thought was the required level, which pretty much is the standard now. How do you dose it? How many times a day? When do you want it? So these are all things that are really important. That's what's in our vitamins is it's not just what's in the vitamin. It's how it's given to the patient and how it's being dosed. So these are really important things. So biotin is controlling blood sugar. With your thyroid, uh, if you're low thyroid, iodine is very important for that. So you wanna be able to look at the patient and say what is going on with them and what ingredients are going to help their problem because those are the reasons they're not growing hair. I mean, you know, a, a menopausal woman, she doesn't have that estrogen level that it drops on her. She now getting an increase in testosterone levels she's going to go thin. So what are we going to do to reverse that? What's going to be in the ingredients that are going to help that? Does she, is she low in protein? Does she need other things to control her estrogen levels? That's why we have the Chinese herbs. That's why, you know, and a certain amount of zinc and a certain amount, even the PABA, all these different ingredients that we have. It's not just one ingredient in a product that's going to do it. It's a balance of them. And uh, again, there's a lot of uh, products out there that throw in a lot of ingredients, but they don't really have I don't even know how they can put it out on the market without testing. That's the problem in general with any kind of vitamins and supplements. They're not tested, but ours have been for years. I mean, we have tens of thousands of customers and patients and other clinics who've gotten great results. And um, it's just time tested. It's a time tested product. So the ingredients have to kind of be in there to help the patient uh, with their underlying problems too. But their underlying problems should be resolved by a, a general doctor and then when they take our products, they'll get really good results with them, but it takes time. Hair growth takes time, whether it's with a transplant or it's just with someone with thinning hair. We've had some of the ladies in our office take the health hair vitamin that don't really have a hair loss problem. And I think everyone 
Yeah. Just as like a, as a general likes to take those vitamins just because it makes your hair shinier and happier. One of the things about help hair, which is interesting, and we always say this, it helps the hair. So if you have bad Mm -hmm. hair, it makes it good. If you have good hair, it makes it better. If you have better hair, it makes it great. So it's (laughs) always going to have an impact because people don't realize you want to feed your hair no matter what. You brush your teeth, even if you have beautiful pearly teeth, you take care of them. It's the same with hair at any stage. That's why our, our protein and our collagen, our vitamins are so important for your hair. You could have the nicest hair in the world, but it could always be nicer. And you could always strengthen the hair. So you want to get on top of hair loss as soon as you see it, or if you even think the hair doesn't look good, you want to get on top of it. And nutrition in general is super important. So what you eat and what you don't eat is really important and it impacts the hair. And I don't think people are so aware of that, especially if you're taking supplements and supplements will impact the hair negatively too. For instance, one of the things that we I wrote a blog on, and one of the things was collagen. What we noticed was that these collagen companies, they say, oh, wow, collagen, it's great for your joints. And then they put on their label, oh, it's also great for hair and nails. So it's like one, you know, one, one size fits all. It doesn't work like that. If you take too much collagen, it's like taking whey protein isolate. It can actually damage the hair. And we have a lot of people who are taking collagen, too much of it bovine collagen especially, and they're getting hair loss. And they're like calling up, what's causing it? And then it's like, well, it's your collagen. Stop taking processed powders, whether it's pea protein or whether it's soy affects the thyroid or whether it's collagen, too much collagen or whey protein isolates, brand chain amino acids. All these things, they're great for other parts of your body, but they're terrible for your hair. So if you're taking a product, think twice, and, and when they come into your office and they're going to say to you, you know, I'm having hair loss. It's happened for six months. What, ha- what did you start taking six months ago that you're not telling us? That's what I always ask the patient. Tell me what you were doing six months ago because the hair is going to show it today or even a year yeah. ago. And if yeah. you go into a men's health clinic and you're taking testosterone and growth hormone, that was one of the most controversial things. I had one editor. He's like, oh, growth hormones. Great for you. I'm like, yeah, it's great for you, but it's not good for your hair. And that was a whole thing I had to go on. I mean, the pushback I got from the medical community, especially the hair societies that, you know, oh, nutrition or uh, growth, you know, these things are bad for you. Yeah, they are. And they cause hair loss. And I don't think it's been acknowledged enough by some of the hair societies that nutrition is a really important factor. And, And I always tell people, you can eat whatever you like. Uh, as far as, you know, protein, but if you take it from a powder, it's going to change the way it's going to hormonally change you. In fact, it'll increase testosterone. So it'll do a variety of things. So Hmm. you could have, you can have chicken, you can have fish, you can have steak because your body's going to slow the metabolism down of your, your, you naturally will absorb it through your stomach naturally, and it won't go into your system so fast. Part of the reason that these products work is they absorb very fast into the system and they spike T levels and that causes the hair loss. So that this is what's, this has always been a controversy, but getting back to something as simple as growth hormone or DHEA, these are things that they have growth hormone precursors, they have DHEA, you could find women take it. So these types of things, if you're taking them, they're going to have an impact and they will have an impact on your hair and it's going to thin your hair. So you have to be very careful, which is why I have the Shapiro chart and people who 
the doctors who have it in their office, the patients come in, they look at it and they go, oh, by the way, I'm taking that one product. And they'll go, oh, well, you know what? That could cause a problem. So you want to eliminate some of the things in your diet that are going to cause hair loss. Right. I would love a PDF copy of that Shapiro chart. I know we have one in our office, but so I could post it online. And maybe if you have a link or something to favorite paper blog that you've written, I would love to be able to have people find that and read that information. 100%. Yes, I'll definitely give you some links and a link to the Shapiro chart and people can look at it. The more you are as a consumer, learning about nutrition and learning about what things you put into your body that are going to cause hair loss, the more you're going to realize that you can control a lot of the hair loss because you might have the genes for it, but not all genes are, are activated throughout your lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Because you might have a gene for, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, some people smoke and they don't die from it. Some people die without smoking for lung cancer, but you know, that's the point. You could try to control your own destiny. And that's the problem. That's the big part of hair. People want to have beautiful hair and you can do something about it. So that's why they go to hair doctors. In fact, Hair doctors aren't always dermatologists. A lot of them aren't. Why? But the fact is, is the more you are in the field, the more you'll realize that nutrition it, it is, is it plays a very big part of it. That's some really good information. And obviously you like whole picture, everything, um, nutrition. But tell us, you also have a really nice shampoo and conditioner line. Will you tell me a little bit about that product? Yes, yes, yes. So we do. We have several different ones. So the first one we came out was, was, was the calf, a little bit of caffeine, not a lot, a green tea. It was uh, our leafy green. And that was a volumizing shampoo. And um, it's a really, so, so there are different ways to use shampoos. And this is really, really important because shampoos should be rotated based on on you. You don't stay with one shampoo. You might even use two shampoos during a week our zinc shampoo also is a volumizer and conditioner. So you're getting both of that. When I was practicing dermatology, we had a lot of patients using tar shampoos for different reasons, you know, seborrhea, psoriasis, all kinds of plaques, and they'd have terrible, and then they use a tar shampoo would remove the plaques, but their hair would look like, you know, I mean, it would look thin and terrible and, and limp. So I always said, you know, why doesn't somebody come out with a pleasant smelling shampoo that gives you some volume. Well, I guess I, that was another thing in the back of my mind that I did like 15 years later. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things when you're in practice and you're, and you see a lot of these things, you always say, you know, I wish this was there and we can at this point make those kind of things. So we have dermatologists that buy a lot of our products. So they do it for like something called the T zone, which is the Seborrhea area. And then we have our leafy green, which is a volumizer. Now we tell people don't use the leafy green until you're, you have some density. So you gotta use the other products first. So we have our Rescue MD, which is our botanical shampoo. It has a nice scent to it. it, it conditions. It actually gives some volume, but not as much as the leafy green, but it, it's restoring the hair and it's causing the hair uh, for growth. So some things are good topically for hair growth and some things are good internally and you wanna use both. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people don't like to use uh, RXs. They don't want prescriptions. They don't want to use uh, minoxidil. They don't want to have the, um, uh, you know, the acetone on there. They don't want the greasiness. They like to use these kind of natural solutions that we're offering. 
but we can't you can be used in conjunction with finasteride it can be used in conjunction with topicals and it's done all the time so it's not like it's either or you're just going to use a natural product and you're not going to use it you use both but some people prefer they don't even want to do um uh, an rx but the, the the prescriptions do help and i think a lot of people are benefiting from them with using our products too so there it's there's a combination of things in fact the interesting thing is is um the name help is an actual name that we got from, I think it was, I'm, I'm going to be quoted wrong on this. It was one of the big companies had the name Help Shampoo and it went on their books. I forgot which company it is. I, I, it's so long ago when we got the name. It, I don't want to mention the name and be, it's the wrong company, but it was a huge company. And uh, it was back in the 1920s. It was called like a help scalp <laughs> tonic Funny. for hair loss. <laughs> and they put it on their books. So we, we got the name from them. We acquired their name Help. And we use the name Help Hair for our products, but it's an actual old name from the 20s, and it was in a comic That's book. Cool. It's very cool. It's a in a comic book. Thing. It was in a comic book, and they they were advertising Help Tonic Shampoo. I mm. might I I don't know if I have a clip of that comic book, but it's really hilarious that we're still using the name from somebody who you know was a, it was a scalp tonic, and it was That's under hundred years. Yeah, and it was red, and we have a registered trademark on that, so it's a. Very interesting story. It's not like the, the name is a great name, but it was really a name from many years ago that we acquired. So it's it's kind of funny. You know, it's a living, breathing uh, thing, the shake and the help hair products. And it's just one of these things that we always try to get great results. We get we really try to we talk to our customers, we talk to our clinics. We want them to get really good results with the products. That's the end result of this. One of our other questions, Dr. Shapiro, where can people find this product? Uh, the product, well, you can you can find it in many doctors' office, but you could also find it online at help h e l p hair dot com, helphair dot com, and the website has all the products. We have a, a very good customer service if people call in and they have questions. Again, you can even go to the providers and go and look online and go purchase at their offices too. So and you're worldwide, there. right? Like what yes. name some countries that you're in just oh, for fun. Well, we actually we actually have uh, health care clinics in Australia. We have uh, Dr. Jen Martinique and we have in Poland, Dr. Marwan Seif. We try to work with the doctors who are involved with the product and learned about it. So we like to use them as importers because there's a lot of customs and all kinds of regulations that we have to abide which shows you the mm -hmm. quality of our products because australia is really hard to get anything into and we have in the uk dr asim shamalak and uh, uh dr ed ball we also have andre nell in ireland as far as shipping around the world we sell we, we ship to germany we ship to france uh, all through europe uh in asia too so we get a, we just ship constantly worldwide That's uh, awesome. could, yeah patricia kahuzak she's a really nice hair doctor from France. Uh, actually, France is pretty easy to get into. Some of the UK is very difficult to get into the country, <laughs> but most of the countries uh, we can ship easily. South America, we, we, we're shipping all the time to. Um, we have Dr. David Landano, who, who has been following us for years. We have doctors in Colombia and uh, Venezuela. So that we have really a big following throughout the world. Everybody wants better hair. And it doesn't matter where <laughs> you live or what culture you are, you always want your hair to look better. When you have patients, you want to develop a relationship with them where you're not just trying to sell a procedure. You want to be interested in what they're taking. 
and what's going to give them better life. Well, we carry your product and we love it and all of our patients use it. And it's definitely been a staple here for our transplant patients, for our scalp injection patients. We really love it and we appreciate a good product and we don't carry very many. Yeah, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> you're, exclusively, that's the only one for, for shampoos and shampoo. vitamins. Exactly. Yeah. And make sure every patient that has any procedure goes home with it. So thank you. It's a great product. Well, we appreciate that for you, you know, and, and we also appreciate both of you for taking the time to learn about it. Well, we always end ours with a great myth buster. I think you'll be able to answer this much better than we can. Um, do you mind taking this one over for us? Sure. Why not? Yeah, I feel like we've kind of hit on this, but maybe you can just sum it up nicely. All patients come in and I'm taking biotin. I'm taking biotin. Such a common thing. Is biotin the main vitamin for hair? A vitamin for hair. Yeah. Uh, but biotin, you remember, you just, if, if you're going to take 10,000 milligrams of biotin, or it, it's going to be too much at once. So you have to know how to dose it properly. And biotin can be just as detrimental taking too much at once. Dr. Shapiro, thank you for all of your support and joining us. And uh, we will be picking your brain in the future for sure. For sure. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Your sh uh, Good luck and good success with your show. I think that your show is going to come at it from an angle that nobody else has, which is just from like basically, you know, straight out what's going on with hair. The real deal. The real deal. And I, <laughs> and I think, I think that's the most important thing. And I think you're doing a great job. Congratulations. Oh, well, thank you so much for the support. Do you have any, anything you want to leave us with today, Dr. Shapiro? Yeah, just in general. Remember, whatever you, you are what you eat. So just <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind that, you know, your hair is going to reflect that. The most important thing, start early on your hair. Well, thank you again. I'll ping you when it's when it's all ready to go and send you the final copy. And we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Anytime, ladies. I appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Bye, Dr. Right, Shapiro. Bye now. Bye. bye now. Wow. That was some information. Mm -hmm. He has done his research on nutrition. Yeah. This dude's been in the game for a long time. So check it out. I'll post the Shapiro chart so you guys can see. It looks like a really funky, complicated dance move. It is. Thing. It does look like that. You're you right. Know, like uh -huh. where you do the steps or yeah. something. Um, he's super smart to keep up with those steps. So. Yeah. If you guys have any other questions for him, definitely leave us questions, comments, or feel free to go to his website and you can reach out to him directly. Helphair.com. Yeah. He's got a wealth of knowledge. You can purchase a product there. Like he said, go to a lot of physicians around here, have it. It's a great, great product line. So check it out. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Shapiro. We yes. super appreciate you joining us. Honored to have you on. Yep. Well, guys, find us on Instagram or Facebook, Tales of a Hair Transplant. Like us. Follow Leave us. your questions, like we said. And if you feel it, give us that five star. We really appreciate it. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Bye.